Hello everyone, here is Daniel Budai with a new episode of our e-commerce show. And today we will continue our FAQ section with our content manager, Serbi. Last time uh, she asked me the first half of the most commonly asked questions about, uh, mostly about email marketing. But in this episode, we will continue with a bit different set of questions. SMS marketing, loyalty programs, pop-ups and more because we do not just email marketing, but e- but retention marketing for e-commerce. So I will give the stage to Servi and let's uh, see those questions. Sure. So hi, Daniel. Since we covered all the email marketing related questions in our first FAQ session with you today, I will ask the most common questions related to SMS marketing, push notifications, pop-ups and loyalty programs. So the first question is, um, is SMS annoying and too in your face? All of us have our SMS inbox full of unnecessary messages but we choose to read some. How at Budai Media do we ensure that the messages are not annoying? Sure, so this is one of the most common questions, to be honest. I think last time we talked about email marketing, emails to be annoying, but SMS can be even much more annoying. I'm sure everyone has this experience that you get a text message from uh, from someone, from a company, or or sometimes from someone you don't even know who, like, my friends told me like I got I get messages from someone and I don't even know how to unsubscribe, and that's really annoying uh, when you get these on mo- on your mobile phones. So that's why we have certain best practices, and these are not only best practices, but actually in the U.S. and in Europe they are a must to have. For example, you have to put the name of your brand at the beginning of your message, so people, they can clearly identify who is the sender. And uh, also you have to show people how they can unsubscribe in every SMS message. You usually add something like stop to opt out or send us stop to opt out, something like this. So if it's too annoying, they can unsubscribe anytime. That's one part of the, of the thing. The other part is similar to email marketing. You can measure almost everything with SMS. You can measure uh, how many people they uh, unsubscribed, how many people they clicked. You can see all of these. They can even text you back. So obviously, if too many people send you a curse as their reply, then you know it wasn't very successful. And then you can change your strategy. So there are multiple ways how avoid being too annoying to people with SMS. That's nice. And how many of these people actually open and engage with these messages? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so SMS has a crazy high open rate. Unfortunately, it's it's not possible to track it with every campaign because uh, it's just not possible to track it, unlike with emails. But uh, people say it's around 95% how many people they uh, read the text messages, how many they open them. And uh, most of them, they open the text message within one hour because people, if they get a text message, they just open it and they read it. So just in one hour, you will reach almost everyone. They will actually read your message. This doesn't happen with email. This doesn't happen with ads. Only SMS has this advantage. And when it 
comes to click-through rates, usually around 20% of people, they click through. So every fifth person who you message, they will click and go to your website. And there is no other marketing channel that can have these crazy results. That's nice. And um, what's the return on these messages, like the SMS marketing ROI, basically? Mm -hmm. So based on our calculation, it's around 50x, 50x. Mm -hmm. And SMS, in our experience, is the highest ROI marketing channel, what we do, even mm -hmm. higher than with uh, email marketing. And it, it really varies. For some clients, it can get even to 100x. For some, it's only 20x. But I think the return is just always worth it. Great. And um, if you have to recommend one best tool or maybe two or three best tools for SMS mm -hmm. marketing, what would those be? Sure. So we are connected with multiple companies. If you don't mind, I will mention multiple because... Uh, we have good partnerships for multiple and uh, sure. Yeah, so I would say uh, one of our go-to tools is Recart, and mm -hmm. Recart is very good with Shopify stores in the US, and uh, great. They have great user experience. They have pop-ups as well. Now they are working on their A/B testing tools. Another one is SMS Bump, and mm -hmm. uh, I think this was the first player in this niche. And SMS Bump can be used outside of the US as well. And Klaviyo has SMS marketing as well. So if you prefer keeping your SMS and email in one platform, then Klaviyo is your best shot. So I would say these three are the best tools. All right. And um, what about push notifications? How much people engage and what's the ROI? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so push is another channel that we that we do and it can be also annoying if you do it in in a wrong way i'm sure everyone got some push notification on your phone that you didn't like so many of us we turn this off but it still gets us uh, great results so again it's similar to sms we cannot really track the open rate but we can track the click rates and those are quite similar to sms so 5 10 15% of people they click they go to the website and uh, yeah, I think push, it also has a great engagement if you do it in the right way. Uh, you don't want to send too many. You want people to know who send the message and they want them to know how to opt out if they want so all of these best practices. And if you keep these, you will see a great ROI. Nice. And if you have to recommend one or more than one tools for push notifications, what would those be? Yeah, so this market is uh, more underserved. I know mm -hmm. only one tool, which uh, my team and I really like, that's Push Owl. This is only for Shopify. And uh, Push Owl does a great job. Uh, actually, if you check their pricing, you can start for, uh, for $0. So you can start for free. You can check the wow. results. And even if you scale, it's less than a hundred bucks. So it's very affordable and you can uh, generate very good results. Um, just one side note, actually one of our best YouTube videos is about push notifications. It's a case study. And maybe we can put that into the description. People can check it out. 
and we'll show you how we generated tens of thousands of dollars with only push notifications with one client. Yeah, definitely. I will put that. <laughs> so, <Thank you. laughs> yeah. Now I will ask my questions about pop-ups. So are pop-ups annoying? Because some websites feel like they're all about pop-ups. Yeah, so there is another channel, right? Where uh, if it's done in the wrong way, it becomes super annoying. I'm sure mm -hmm. everyone knows websites where there are two, three pop-ups. You want to close them. You cannot do it and you just leave it, especially on mobile. It's terrible. Yeah. So yeah, here there are a few best practices again that we do with clients. And the end of the day, it's not annoying if you do it in the right way. If it doesn't uh, come up all the time and people can easily close it. And if it doesn't cover the whole screen, especially on mobile, but once you have these, um, then it can actually collect a lot of uh, subscribers on your email list and those will buy later. So how we think about it, about pop-ups, it's a retargeting tool because your uh, first time visitors, only a few percent of them, they will buy maybe one or two percent. The other people, they will leave and never come back. But with pop-ups, you can catch their emails and later you can email them, you can retarget them. So that's how we think about pop-ups. All right. And in comparison, if you have to suggest like how much pop-ups affect conversion, so what mm -hmm. would that be? Yeah, yeah. So as I said, uh, roughly 1%, 2% of first-time visitors, they buy. So mm -hmm. let's say 98% they leave. And with pop-ups, we can uh, get the emails of those. Usually a pop-up converts with like 10, 15%. If it's a very good pop-up, 20%. And so we can get even 20% of those non-buying visitors to get their emails. And then after we can send them many, many emails, dozens of emails. And as we discussed in the last episode, email has a great ROI. So many of them they will buy yeah that's nice and then now my last set of questions are about loyalty and referral programs actually so um what are your thoughts about loyalty and referral programs how do they mm -hmm. affect conversion sure so i think this is uh the loyalty and referral programs are quite underrated or Many companies, they do this, but not in the right way, or, or they don't think about them in the right way. They uh, think it's something like a push notification or SMS, which is, which is relatively easy to set up and uh, it's just there and it makes the money. But actually loyalty and referrals, it's more strategic, I would say. So in a way you have to organize your whole business around it, that you have a loyalty program, a referral program because mm -hmm. you want to promote it everywhere. You want to promote it in your emails, in your SMS, even on your product packaging, uh, on social media, if you have a community there as well. But if you take a look at the big brands, then uh, I think almost all of them, they have loyalty and referral programs. They understand why it's so important and they do it really well. They promote it everywhere and they understand why the mostly your customers are are crucial. I think um, I heard this that 
probably Nivea, the big brand, they have like 5% of their revenue from loyalty programs. And at that size, that's a huge amount of revenue. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, one more thing to add. We have, uh, I think we have a case study, which is about a hiking brand. And those people who join the loyalty program, the lifetime value of their customers, how much they purchased during their lifetime, it was double of the normal customers. So we could actually double how much they buy just because of the loyalty program. And that's the real power wow. of, of this program. That's amazing. And um, are there any tools for loyalty programs? So if you have to recommend some tools, what would mm-hmm. those be? Sure. So there are many. Our go-to tool is called uh, stem.io. And actually, I constantly get asked from people why. They even email me sometimes. And uh, stem.io, we really like it. It's a very flexible tool. Uh, It's the best for Shopify, but I think it can be done with any other uh, platforms. And it has a loyalty program, a a referral program, but it can also collect uh, reviews. And you can buy one of them or, or all of them if you want. It's not as cheap. It's like two, three hundred dollars and even more. But uh, you can get these great results that we talked about. So stem.io, check it out. That's great. So, all right. Actually, I have covered all the most frequently asked questions. As you have already answered pricing, case studies and other important topics in the first session, I have no more questions today. That's Thanks it. a Thank lot, Serbi. Thanks a lot, Serbi, and thanks everyone who listened to us today. And we will put these uh, links into the description so anyone can find these out. And uh, if you want to work with us or if you want to talk about these more, feel free to book a call. And we are here to help. So go for it. And thanks again, everyone. Take care.